Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you. You look so cute today. And I'm we still s- in my pajamas. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting my hair done today. So all the gray that's on top is going to be filled in with more purple. So I know people listening don't know if you haven't seen us, but I have purple hair right now and I love it. It's really um, cute. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. It's fun. So we have been talking um, for a couple of years now, actually, you and I and a bunch of other people about these lists of like the people you follow in XYZ, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see it, but she just stuck her tongue out. <laughs> so like the top 25 people in WordPress and the top 30 people you should follow on Twitter and like, but specifically within tech and within a WordPress, uh, you see a lot of people, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say a lot of people, you see a lot of um websites, organizations, publications, whatever you want to call them, create these lists and then tag like who they see are influencers in the community. Mm-hmm. And that's problematic. It's really problematic because it's not like they're not crowdsourcing like, hey, who do you think is somebody we should all be following mm-hmm. on Twitter? And everybody gets all these great, co- you know, content creators or whatever you want to call it, that, that everybody's like, oh, I should go follow these people because it's not that kind of a it's just like, hey, we wrote a letter, we wrote a list, we wrote an article, and here's, you know, all these people that we think you should follow. And this really bubbled up, was it 2018 or 19 did we discover? 19, December of 2019. 2019. There was a post that went out, and I can't remember if it was like 20 or 25 originally, um, and... Yeah, I don't remember, it doesn't say how many, it's just this long, close to 20 people. Yeah. And we discovered as we went through it that there, I don't, I'm completely making up numbers here now because the site, the, the article is different now. So I can't remember exactly how it was at the beginning, but it was something ridiculous. Like four out of 30 people were actually women. Mm-hmm. And other than, um, you know, uh, men in Asia, there were no other people of color. Mm-hmm maybe one I think maybe Joe Howard was on the list um kind of and it felt tokenized and <laughs> not that Joe isn't great his doesn't not that he doesn't create content that people should see mm-hmm. etc but it was very much a tokenized thing and it even felt like just the women who were kind of thrown on the list were tokenized mm-hmm. in that respect too like oh gosh we gotta add some women or they're gonna come after us well guess what we went after them anyway I don't yeah. know who discovered the list first but it turned into about, I can imagine that the person who wrote this article didn't sleep for probably three or four days because every time you turned around, women, you, me, um, I remember Michelle Bircher Jones, uh, a bunch of other people were kind con- yeah, Pichineri, that's right. I think um, Birgit might have had uh, some something to say in there a too. A lot but of people. A lot Fair of women, thing. especially. Yeah. Yep. And it, and it wasn't we even, commenting. there was so much wrong with that post, right? The the foundational concept of even doing something like that is flawed. And we'll talk about that. But the fact that um, there were f- just, there were factual errors in the post. They were using old people's uh, bios, like old information that was no longer accurate. 
Um, like I was just skimming it right now. Old bios, not old people. <laughs> yes, old old biographies of, of new people. Um, um, old people's bios. <laughs> yeah, and it was it it was just it reeked of we're just doing this to do it right. There was mm-hmm. no care or thought or intention, and I've seen there's this isn't the only one, right? Like people know no. pro- some people probably know what we're talking about. And I don't want us to single out this individual one because they did they published an no. apology and they apologized probably to the best of their ability. It wasn't the greatest apology in the whole world. Um but others have done this. They've this been doing sense. this for years. And it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like I can't believe I have to explain to people why this is bad. Right. Like I, I, it Mm -hmm. seems so inherent to me in my mind that I can hardly even find the words. Right. It's, it's exclusionary. It perpetuates Mm -hmm. this idea that only, you know, the, the able-bodied straight white male is the person who knows anything about anything in tech. Um, Mm It, it, it perpetuates all of these ideas that, here in the WordPress community, we struggle with, but we are super fortunate that we don't struggle with certain things as much as other parts of the tech community do, right? Like I've heard from so many people who have like come from other environments into WordPress that this is a a remarkulously, remarkulously, oh my gosh, miraculously (laughs) a diverse environment, right? And that's something that we should really be proud of and we should be able to stand up and, and shout that. And so to also just the term influencers, right? They, they used the word influencers that you should follow. We could have a whole podcast episode probably on the toxicity of influencer culture, um, mm-hmm. especially in an environment like, like this, where so much of WordPress is about learning and teaching each other. And you should mm-hmm. feel comfortable learning from anybody right? Everyone in this community has something to teach you. But if we have this idea that there are these influencers and these are the only people that, that, that can influence the way that you think about things or that have any power to make any sort of change, that is such a step backwards, right? So mm-hmm. there was a lot, a lot, a lot about this post and posts like these that they just don't need to exist, I've, I've seen people Let's, since this post who have tried to adapt the concept and make a better version. It doesn't need to exist, especially not from a brand, right? If I wanted to go on my blog right. on AllieNimmons.com and say, here are the 10 people that I get the most out of by following them on Twitter, or here are the people that have mentored mm-hmm. me, or here are people that I think you should learn more about, right? That's my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Um, And it comes from that place of super, super subjectivity, just for sake of being on my Mm -hmm. personal website. As a brand, to put out something like this and to endorse people that you probably don't even know, there's, they're also, right? right? And we're not going to go into this because I'm not going to be able to hold myself back. There are some very problematic people on this list who should not have the influence and the power that they do anyway. There are great people on this list also, Right. Some of my yes. closest mm-hmm. WordPress friends are on this list and they deserve to be, but it, it doesn't need to exist. I'm going to so shut up. let's talk now. about like, <laughs> well, I'm going to approach it from, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm going to approach it from um, why I think that people or companies especially make lists like this. And this is a hundred percent and you cannot convince me otherwise 
this is a marketing ploy Mm -hmm. because your hope is that you're going to name people who are going to be happy to see themselves on the site and Mm -hmm. retweet it Mm -hmm. and share it. And now you're going to be seen as endorsed by those people. Mm -hmm. And you're hopefully getting clicked and you're getting that click through traffic because somebody big in WordPress retweeted a post that they were, you know, lauded on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, let's, let's say if, if I was on the list, which I wasn't originally, um, they, they, you know, because I made a big stink about it on the, suddenly I was added to the list later, but I wasn't originally, but had I been on the list originally and had I been the kind of person to go, Oh, wow, look, I'm on a list and tweet all over about it. And now I'm giving them traffic through who I am on Twitter Mm -hmm. They're just sitting there reaping the benefits of that. Have I gotten anything for that? No. Not at all. Have I, not any of it, right? And so the whole idea is it is literally just basically letting who they see as influencers influence other people for them by buying into the fact that they think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found going back to 100%. Yes, I agree with everything you just said. It's, mm-hmm. it's super gross. I found uh, that when I discovered it, December 8th, 2019, um, Stephanie Brinley had, sh- had shared it, which again, they got, for better or for worse, their site got a lot of traffic in that you know mm-hmm. week or so, right? This was going on. And she, she tagged a couple of the men on the list and said, which women would you have put on this list, right? And I think that mm-hmm. probably is what started a lot of this conversation and I retweeted that and I said eight out of the 44 people on this list are women eight that was my contribution I don't think I said anything else about it I was just like eight out of 44 yeah I honestly don't remember what I said but I think I, I know I said something I was involved in the conversation mm-hmm. I know that much they had URLs wrong. They wrote that they added Justin Tadlock and wrote that he uh, uh, put in the article that he wrote for some other publication and not. Yeah, it said he's best known for being a top WordPress developer. No, I'm sure Justin is a very talented developer. He is best known for WP Tavern, right? Like it, it shows an inherent lack of understanding of a lot of the actual what like what community members are going to know it, it just mm-hmm. feels so disingenuous which adds evidence to what you just said right it is a strategy you're yes. using people you're using people for a strategy to get your website mm-hmm. more views mm-hmm. and I think that that exactly. is that's that's you you have sometimes people who just do things that are tone deaf or do things that are ignorant this is this goes a little bit beyond that for me because you are using people yeah. for your own benefit and it's mm-hmm. gross. Um, and again, yes. other sites other than this one have done it. This is not an uh, isolated incident. It's not, this isn't special. This has been done before. I've seen fewer of them in recent years, especially uh, yes. after this one happened because of the backlash that it got. Um, also, just props to us as a community for like standing up and being like, Mm-mm, no, no, this is dumb. <laughs> you know, like a, a lot of other communities would have just kind of rolled their eyes and, you know, maybe walked away. But a lot of people had a lot of strong opinions about this. And I was really proud to see all of those uh, 
all of those people like standing up and saying, <laughs> Amy Massengall did an ass kiss list. <laughs> I love it. That's really well, one of the other things you and I were talking about before we got on here too, is uh, Googling your own name mm-hmm. on, on um, Chrome or whatever. Uh, and one of those things is they can't possibly tag 44 people mm-hmm. in a tweet. Which means that you could be on this list. If this hadn't risen to the hype hype that it did, Mm -hmm. you could be on this list and never have known that you were on this list Mm -hmm. and never have known that people are out there talking about you, good, Mm -hmm. bad, or ugly. Now that's, of course, as long as it's not slandering and there's no libel involved, you really have no control about what people say. There is free speech about those kinds of things. I, and I talked, I just, the other day, just out of curiosity, I was, Googling for my daughter's name. I was like, oh, I wonder if she's showing up on anything online. And then I was like, oh, I haven't done that for myself in a while. And I Googled my own name and discovered a huge article that yes, I contributed to mm-hmm. by having by virtue of having filled out a form on and in response to a help a reporter out um, link. But they never told me that they actually published anything. I discovered it like over a week later. This huge article about me and my com- and the company I work for, Good Web. If I hadn't Googled for my own name, I never would have known that was there because they never reached back out and said, hey, by the way, we just published an article with you in it. Mm. So, I mean, all of that to say, if you're not on a list, if you are on a list, you should also be looking through the internet for wherever your name might come up. And if you're, if you do it right, you're doing it in an incognito browser. So you're not being served up things that you already know about that you've contributed to. You want to see what other people are saying about you. How do you feel about, um, so like, say somebody did want to write a list. Maybe it's like, um, develop like PHP developers that you should be following. Like maybe something more specific, it's not an influencer thing, but it's, it's a list of people, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel about, do you think that the, the writer of that post should like reach out to those people and say, Hey, I'm planning on writing this list. I'd like to include you. Is that okay? Can you confirm that this information is, do you think that that's on the writer to do, or do you think it doesn't really matter? So I think that if they're going to do it well, then yes, they absolutely should reach out. Because if I was going to write, let's say I was going to write a a post about who I think are um, people that are doing amazing work in WordPress marketing right now. Mm -hmm. Not making a listicle. I'm not saying these are the top influencers you should follow, but I'm saying these are, let's say I'm saying these are five amazing marketers and you you would do well to learn from what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I write a little paragraph about what everybody's doing. I definitely want to reach out to that person, get a quote from them, Mm -hmm. find out what they're doing. I'm going to do some vetted. I'm going to vet I'm going to do some work on that to make sure that I'm presenting the best case scenario, making sure that when they see it, they're like, oh yeah, I contributed to that. That's really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, And I'm going to have a better article than if I just like guess what people are up to based on what I see on Twitter and everything else. And from that marketing perspective, I was going to say from that marketing perspective, you mentioned earlier, you know, Mm -hmm we're not going to lie and say that it's wrong to want clickbacks or it's wrong to want shares to your site. That's part of being a marketer. Taking that approach, the person knows what to expect. They know what's going to be in it. They contributed to it knowingly, and they're probably going to be more likely to share the link to that article when it does come out. Right. So yeah, you're right. It, it benefits everybody to just, and I'm sure that if, um, that, orig- that site we were talking about had reached out to some of those people, some of those men, 
um, I think a lot of them would have said, yeah, please don't include me. Right. Like there are a lot of people on there who I know for a fact are like very kind of introverted. They don't want spotlights on them. They don't want to be thought Mm -hmm. of as influencers. And they would have said, yeah, like, please don't, please don't do that. You know, and might have avoided the other question. The other question is where are you even getting this information from? And it it reminds me of last year. Remember when Wix sent headphones to all of these people in WordPress and some of them were like, (laughs) I don't even work in WordPress anymore. Why did I get headphones? (laughs) Like I I stopped working WordPress two years ago. So like, you know, and like, I mean, I didn't get headphones. I didn't need headphones. I've got plenty of whatever I need, but Wix didn't see me as somebody to send headphones for. And that's fine. Whatever. I'm not, I don't pretend to be an influencer or whatever. I just like to help people. But some of the people they said it to literally were like, um, I haven't done anything in WordPress in a long time. Why did I get these? Yeah. And then I found out afterwards that there are people who declined it. They like literally reached out to people in Twitter DMs and said, you know, we want to send you a gift. And they're like, yeah, no, thank you. Not at all. So then you find out that the people who did get them said, yes, send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they still worked in WordPress or not, <laughs> and then turned it into whatever they wanted. I mean, I'm not mad so at like, that. Like, I'll take a free gift, no. you know, like I'll take some headphones. <laughs> Absolutely. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean I have to say anything nice about you at all. But the funny thing is that like, where are they even coming up with these lists? Like what intern like spent 20 minutes on the web and went, oh, I, I you know, I, I went into Twitter and I put hashtag WordPress and these are the first 44 people that showed up. See, now I want to cross-reference. And see, I did Wix go to this site that we've been talking about to this influencer list? I wonder, because yeah, you uh, you so were some of the people it? that I oh some of the people it, no, but it, some of the people that yeah, uh, some of the people that got reached out to are not on this list either. Uh, so okay, that would have been really but it would be freaking funny. funny. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> and like yeah, there's there are ways to do these kinds of things without having it be. A nightmare right like I have so a pair of really yeah. nice Sony headphones because right after that Wix thing um shoot what was the company oh I'm a jerk I should give them a shout out I want to say it was a Bluehost but now I don't think that it was some WordPress company had like a contest where they were like oh if you retweet this tweet or something we'll pick a person at mm-hmm. random or we'll pick a, a couple people at random and we'll send you a headphones and I'm like okay like, cool, I'll do that. And I won. Chris Lemma? I got, Chris Lemma sent me headphones because <laughs> I wasn't, he's like, I think you're an influencer. And he sent me Sony headphones. I wonder if at the <laughs> end of the day, this was all a huge ploy by Sony. <laughs> I, uh, some, somehow I don't think so, but you never know. <laughs> never know. The other thing that, that strikes me with this conversation is apologies, right? There's with, with, yeah. with, this internet focused world that we live in, there's this whole culture of posting an internet apology. And the, the, the site we've been talking about this whole time, I mean, some credit is due for issuing an apology at all because a lot of people could just brush it off and say, well, I don't really care what you people think and not acknowledge it. It is a good thing yeah. to post an apology and at least make a little bit of an effort. Granted, that means that more traffic comes back to their site. So it does benefit them in some way. Um, They read, they shared back their own tweet that they tweeted. Um, They did name a bunch of the women who had spoken out and, and, you know, linked back to their Twitters and and stuff like that, which I thought was nice. Um, 
like they showed exactly like embedded the tweets of what people said about them, which is taking that responsibility. However, then they have a whole section about why they don't deserve to be attacked for this. Yeah. They're like, well, the list We're wasn't sorry. ranked. Well, you know, we didn't miss out on anyone deliberately. Well, our team are Asian, so it's impossible that we can be prejudiced against other races. There was a disclaimer at the end, and it's like... Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry you took this the wrong way, but we weren't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, it's the apology. It's, it's the non-apology. Yeah. What's it's that saying? Where it's like anything, if you apologize anything after the but like negates the apology like you say yes. i'm sorry but that that's not an apology right yeah so yeah if you find yourself there, in a, if you're listening and you find yourself in a position like this ever right where people are upset with you for something that you did or said apologize and, and shut up right like yeah. you do yeah. not have to defend yourself to the end of the earth Mm-mm. just apologize there are two there are two ways to apologize too. On top of that, right? Even before the butt, there's "I'm sorry your feelings got hurt," mm-hmm. or "I'm sorry I hurt you," yes. right? And so there's ownership of the apology versus uh, "you took it the wrong way." And yes. so there's different ways to say an apology that will change the sincerity and how it's received. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. And we are not beating up on this company. I don't think they've made another list like that since. I think they learned their lesson. Um, that's why we're not tagging them or anything yeah. like that. But we wanted to, uh, this is this is a cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. We're using, cautionary take tale. this as a learning experience. Um, mm-hmm. If you're ever on a marketing team and they want a list like this, maybe. Don't do it. Maybe say no. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just. All day, every day though. To see. All day, every day. I would say, go ahead and, and write about people who are doing good things. Yeah get their inputs on those things, but let's not make it a who's who of anybody in any organization. Just talk about the good things that are happening and give credit to the people who are doing them. Yeah. Which is why, you know, there are things like, um, you know, people like to post, especially at the end of the year, right? Which this came out at the end of 2019. People like to post recaps or highlights, things like that. David Bissett recently pulled together a bunch of people's, um, you know, what was the greatest, what was it? What was the most influential WordPress news for you this year? Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think those are great, yep. right? They're very subjective. They come directly from a person. Um, they're not, they're not clickbaity, right? There are ways yeah. to do this if you would like to, that make a lot of mm-hmm. sense. This is, this is not one of them. Please don't use other people's yeah. influence to make you look better. Exactly. And, yes. and on that, we should probably wrap up this topic. We should probably wrap about. up this topic. I, I love though, and, and we, we, you know, we say this every week, we don't get a lot of people. I know we get a lot of people listening and I would get a lot of DMs saying, great job. I would love to hear over Twitter what people think about some of the stuff we talk about, because we have never once approached any one of these episodes in a boring way. We get all riled up every single week about whatever topic we're talking about. Honestly, this is my can... outlet to like kind I of know. get angry about things. Like if you, if you ever encounter me in real life or even in like a Twitter DM, I usually don't, I try very hard to be professional yeah. and to lead Same. with good intentions and, and assume the best. This is, this is my little space where I kind of let myself get angry about stuff. So 
The yeah, passion is that. sincere. <laughs> Our passion is sincere for both of us. Yes. We, and we don't always agree on everything, by the way. Oh. We tend to agree a lot about talk about here. But there have been topics where we're like, I don't know that we can actually talk about this from both sides in a way that makes sense to other people to hear us talk about it. Mm-hmm. Not that we can't get on the same page. And of course, we can have differences of opinion. Yeah. Um, but we tend to bring things forward that we can talk about intelligently and, and move the community forward mm-hmm. uh, together. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. That's why I think we work so well together on all the things we work on, because mm-hmm. I always trust you to give me your honest opinion. And if it differs from mine, that's even more helpful and interesting because you give me unique yep. perspectives. And that's what diversity Likewise. is all about, folks. Get some yep. get some different perspectives. Yep. <sighs> yep, exactly. Right. Next week, I, I, have you started that book yet that you started reading? That you told me was your assignment? Teaching oh, I white have, people? I have book? not. Um, oh, shoot. You're right. Where I sent you a picture of it. I, I'm just going to yeah, recommend geez. it, even though I haven't cracked it open yet, because um, this just it's I think it's just called like teaching racism to white people. Is that what I what is it's that called? Is, um, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. Teaching to, me right to white people by Leonard and yep. Moore. It's very small. It's a very thin paperback book that I found at the bookstore in Austin here. And I picked it up and I was like, all right, I have to read this. I. I've been recovering still mentally, emotionally, physically from the holiday. So I haven't really felt, uh, I need to kind of fortify myself to read this. Um, But yes, I will read it. I'm going to make an effort to read it before February and I'll, I'll give a book report. Maybe we can, because February is black history month. So maybe what I'll do is one episode, Mm -hmm. I'll do a little book report about what I learned in this. Sounds good. Um, Yeah. Thank you for reminding me to pick it up and and yeah. Uh, I might try to get a copy of it and read it myself so that I can at least have an idea of what you're talking about. I, for sure. That'd be a great idea. Alrighty. All right. Well, everybody, we'll see you next week where who knows what the topic will be, but we'll be here and whatever it is, we'll be passionate about it. <laughs> Absolutely. See you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Ninja Forms. NinjaForms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.